You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Welcome to the Retro Detroit Nerd Fighters Podcast. My name is Ian the Well Informed, and here with me are Phil the Yuppie. <laughs> All parts of me are on the disc for f- for future convenience. You mean like the CD? <laughs> or the Blu-ray or the DVD, whichever version you happen to buy. And all the special features, too. But I thought two-thirds of it was sold... Um, as downloadable content. Um, I didn't say there wasn't DLC. Just all all parts of the base game are on the disc. All the <laughs> parts of the main disc are um, are on the disc. And for the people out there who don't know what I'm talking about or what Phil's talking about, we're um, talking about Activision. And, and and their shenan there we haven't <laughs> talked about activism and their shenanigans They're, for a while. They used to be called the Spyro Nanigans. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um Yeah, um the uh the Crash Bandicoot uh, uh remake or remaster was quite a success. So uh, Activision decided to uh do an act two on that and uh revive and remake the uh, three original Spyro games. Yes, but they really didn't. They put the first game on the disc and then the two sequels as downloads. Yeah, and uh, those will actually be downloaded as an update to the game and not as DLC. So getting buying the disc will get you all all three of the original games. You just have to wait wait for the the second two to download. Yeah. But given how good um, people's internet connections are going as of right now, I wouldn't count on um, um, downloading things from this point forward, especially things of that um, that size. You know, if depend, you know, it depends on whether or not uh, Activision's paid their uh, net neutrality uh, fee to uh, to allow folks to download it at a reasonable speed, or they'll get to download it at one kilobyte per second. Yes, it's like, um, um, for lack of a better term, it's more like a ring of fire. But <laughs> it's the one, it's the two downloadable contents that will rule them all. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, which should be fine if you're only going to play the first game anyway. But I played all three. I would, I would like to play all three again at some point. Yeah, you know, with the improved uh, visual fidelity that today's modern consoles do bring. And I understand where Activision is going with this, but it's like you um, need to let your audience have options, not one thing or another or both split in half or into pieces or um, it, 
it can't to that level be both ways. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know. What do you think, Phil? Like, is it you know, a little too strange, or it's it's it struck me as weird, but at the same time, you know, I'm having a real hard time getting upset about this. You know, at the end of the at the end of it, you know, assuming you don't hit your data cap, and uh, you know, you'll you'll wind up with all three Spyro games, and I just I kind of have a feeling that it's gonna. We've reported um, games that have eventually, like on a disc, eventually become mobile apps for free. I have a feeling that this may happen in the future, but. Just because you split it off as a weird type of thing and didn't market well, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, well, we'll we'll see how it pans out um, in September when that when that's finally released. Yeah, but speaking of um, what's it called? Um, things that you can't have both ways. Um, <laughs> Did you hear about Chad Hardwick? Oh, Chris Hardwick again. Yeah, didn't he? Yeah, he had a. He was in a. He was kind of the abuser in, a, in an abusive relationship with a girlfriend who went public, and and then he went to he went down a memory hole, and nobody ever heard of him. Is that is that the guy we're thinking of? Um. Yes and no. I. Um. Uh, he fell into a hole and now is kind of um, um, did a full McGillicuddy in the sense. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I don't. I've heard McGillicuddy. Um, I was just assumed it was a made up nonsense word. So it it is a made up word. Mm-hmm. He fell into the hole and um, started just um, talking dead in that sense. <laughs> So he went down a hole and just started talking and talking, and eventually he, he his words generated enough hot air that he was able to lift himself out. Yes, no, <laughs> he's um, he's been casted into a show called The Talking Dead. <laughs> so it's kind of um, from the outside looking in, I find it kind of hilarious mm. because. <laughs> Um, because he dug himself a hole, right? <laughs> oh, certainly. And he 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 rose he rose up. He rose up, and uh, I really need to get caught up on Walking Dead. I've watched maybe like the first episode of uh, season one. Hey, I don't feel so bad now. I've only watched the first two, <laughs> and I and that show I really like. I just. Like my video games just don't have the time or uh-huh. have the time to do thriller either. But <laughs> right, who who does really? Yes, yes. Um, but yeah. Um, with uh, Chris, he kind of. I don't know how he did it. I don't know. Must why. be a Jedi mind trick, not it to uh, not to mix our franchises together. Yeah, I would think that he would have done a better job going for um, season two of Castlevania if you've seen the trailers for that. 
Uh, I have seen it pop up. I have not watched it. I would. I still have wa- have to watch the first season of Castlevania, but um, and that one season is only four episodes. You would th- you would think I'd have watched it by now, but no, just haven't. Oh, you've watched Agretzko, but you haven't watched well, Castlevania. Agretzko, I was I can uh, talk my wife into watching with me. I don't foresee having that same success with Castlevania. I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand completely. Um, um, but yeah, like I would say that um, the Castlevania series. It is kind of it is saddening that they don't have like the original Castlevania music mm-hmm. from like Konami because we know Konami's a lovely company that uh <laughs> Make, does nothing wrong. It does, makes it does everything absolutely perfect. Yes, absolutely. Oh wait, I was talking about the Konami of thirty years ago. The Konami of thirty years ago, yes. But no, they um they, they, that's the only downside to this series, um, mm-hmm. not having like the original music. But other than that, it actually looks really good. I like. The, I've heard. Um, I've heard it's amazing. Yeah, so, killing cyclopses and other fun things, werewolves, demons. Um, Your usual but, Castlevania fare. Yes. Um, <coughs> A moving castle. Um, Always. Is, uh, does the castle go upside down at any point? Um, uh, the corridors actually move. So uh, it it never stays in one place. If you've mm-hmm. ever watched the um, third Aladdin movie, it's a lot like the island. <laughs> if you know I what I'm talking only about. Only watch the first Aladdin movie. All right. Um, the the third Aladdin movie has um, uh, Aladdin. I was barely his, aware they made a second one. They, <laughs> yeah. Um, the second one, I would say, um, it's pretty good. But the third one has um, non spoilers. Actually, has Aladdin's father in. Um, the movie, and it's, so it's his adventure with him and his father oh, to okay. a level. I see, but nothing like um, Luke Skywalker or anything like that. Right. Um. But uh, where was I going with that? Um, this uh, Castlevania. Mm-hmm. Um, On Netflix and season two's coming out, and the trailer was awesome, and I need to go watch it. <laughs> yeah. Um so what else? Um Um so I know most of the people here don't um understand or know about a person on YouTube named Esther Earl. Um she um is known for um being like one of the first like YouTubers to um, get a um, a fairly big following because she was like the head of a 
place called the Harry Potter Alliance and helping nonprofit organizations and stuff along those lines. And reason why Esther Day is such a um, um, why it's popular or why um, why it's kind of celebrated is because um, back in like 2010, she was, um, uh, uh, 2008, I mean, she was diagnosed with cancer, and then in 2010, she passed. And so these two brothers, John and Hank Green, decided to do a, um, decided to build a, um, rebuild a, service day called project for awesome which we've talked about before on this podcast Mm -hmm. and um they've um worked on that thing um they do that for her memory and so yesterday was like her um um so i yeah, a little bit of our time saying what it is. Um that's why it's celebrated. It's but yeah, I just um kind of uh figure within the YouTube space. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, um um uh so question, Phil. Um do you um I um, do you have anyone within, like, not within, like, cancer community or anyone that you, like, look up to within, like, the disabled community? Um, I have, have not done my homework on figures in that community, so I don't really have a good answer. All right. Um, all right. I, um... Uh, but so it's more just me than anyone else here. But um, I um, I liked her because she did a lot. She had that energy that, um, like in the YouTube space, that kept me. Um, one person, she was the person that kept me to stay on the YouTube platform mm-hmm. and look for. Um, Nonprofits and say that this platform is a good, can be worked on and is a good platform overall. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I just, yeah. Um, yeah. Most of the, like, most of the people who know about Esther or celebrate her, um, watch a channel called The Vlog Brothers. Um, but yeah, um, and kind of, and most of the people who listen to her are quote unquote nerd fighters. That's kind mm-hmm. of, um, that's kind of why we um, named this podcast what it is. But um, yeah, a little bit more um, down to earth, but. Um, Let's um, get into a little bit more of um, social media politics. Does that sound good? 
Mm, it sounds like a potentially dangerous minefield, but let's give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. Um, <laughs> but no, oh, did you hear about um, Facebook last week? They um, went down um, – their stock price went down 19%. Yeah, it, I think it was the single largest uh, dollar loss in stock market history um, uh. for a single stock. Um, and that, that all followed on the heels of you know, Mark, uh, Mark Zuckerberg basically announcing, hey, we're not, there's not too many people left in the world that need to sign up with us. So kind of growth is going to be a bit of an issue here. Um, plus we're having to spend a ton of money more on security and improving our security so that we don't get leveraged by, by the Russians to distribute fake news to the world. And oh. uh, investors kind of didn't like that. Um, but, um, you mind if I play devil's advocate? Sure. Um, if you pay a little more, for security, um, if you pay a little bit in security, um, but cut freedom, you get neither. <laughs> I think uh, I think uh, Benjamin Franklin said that, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Um. You know, and I, you know, and I do think Facebook has been a little lax in its uh, responsibility as a platform, but I think you know. I do think as well, folks as citizens have have gotten kind of lazy and, you know, you can't believe everything you read, even if it is on the internet. And when Zuckerberg and the chief security officer were reading these contracts about um, um, distributing information, they um, – um, when I look at all this, like, um, fake news and stuff like that, I think, um, that they looked at it like it was a Facebook post. Like, you could look at it for five minutes and then, um, discard it. Um, you know, I, and I think, I think what, what they expected to happen was they expected our folks as better angels to come out and say, Hey, this is clearly fake. We're going to, we're going to not let it rise to the top. Um, they didn't count on nefarious actors of, of all stripes to say, Hey, we're going to bubble. We're going to, we're going to have a campaign to bubble this, this stuff up to the top. Um, that'll get, uh, folks, you know, get their, ang- get their anger juices going. And, you know, cause, you know, once you get the angry juices going, critical thinking kind of goes out the window. Yeah, and that's a that's a high level fact. But then again, um, to um, it's not if you have to make sure like the barrier to entry is the right amount. We talked about yeah, you've got to have some barrier to entry, but you don't want to make it so high. Yeah, well, you don't want to make it so high that you um, lose, like, investors or um, – hey, you want to make sure that the people who are distributing information are doing it correctly and – And they're spreading accurate information, most importantly. 
spreading accurate information. It's. Um, I had a friend who was talking to me last week that said um, Facebook should have never distributed our information. I was like, no, the difference in this is not the fact that they distribute information. It's we're the customer at the end of the day. I well, mean, it's, they, in Facebook's we're, eyes, we're the product. I mean, we're that's what I meant. We're the product. So <laughs> I we we all. I, we we've all been around the block. Facebook's you know not exactly new here. I, I think at this point, if you sign up for Facebook and you continue to use the platform, you you kind of know what you're in for at this point. Yeah, it's more of it's the devil in the details. It's oh, more certainly. of the people's method on how they're going to use that information that's making this to be um um being used wrong. Like yeah, I know, and it's not you know, and it's not always. You know, Facebook's fault, you know, they, you know, and they didn't exactly check up on, on how Cambridge Analytica was using the data that was provided to them. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, we, it was, you know, those who, those who took that, that uh, little Quizlet app that did give their data to Cambridge Analytica. Um, and then they didn't. And then Cambridge Analytica wasn't the good guy. No, they that. weren't. They weren't at all. Um, and to that credit, um, Facebook as well as Twitter um, dipped their stock prices because, like, um, it whacked a whole bunch of uh, nefarious uh, and shady accounts. Yeah. Um, they um, hacked a lot of Sylvester's, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but that's more of Bert talking. <laughs> um, it's more talking about Looney Tunes a little bit. But um, but no, speaking of places that could potentially – that have done wrong with their information – and places that could, let's talk a little bit about um, NordVPN. <laughs> oh, are, are we? Th- is this an ad break? Like, uh, like, like we have on YouTube all the time? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you probably you, now, and, and you know, you've probably seen the ads for NordVPN if you've uh, if you've uh, watched uh, any YouTube videos. They advertise quite a bit there. Um, with both pre-roll videos and with uh, sponsor sponsorship of YouTube channels. Yeah, and it's kind of funny. Like, um, um, I get, uh, I get the intention. I get, um, and not that I've seen any news about. Oh, NordVPN has um has done wrong by their customers. It's more of a a little bit more of I've worked with VPNs, also known as virtual private networks, and I know their strengths and weaknesses. So at, you're kind of just waiting for the shoe to drop. Is that is that what you're saying? Yes, absolutely. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I see a VPN <laughs> called NordVPN and they're um uh, merchandising their product to the masses. And mm-hmm. I'm like, why are they doing that? It's like, that's not how a VPN works. Um, VPNs are no... Hey. 
argues to try and um, give a um, what's it called a one way path to point A to point B for information to you travel. Know, it's, it's basically so yeah, it's, it's basically a secure tunnel from one point on the internet to another. Exactly, and. What they're trying to do is try to sell it to the masses and um, sell it to millions of people. But their main target audience, their target audience are these, um, um, should I say, like hackers from, say, quote unquote, DEFCON 5 or one of those type of places. It's. Um, I mean, we could just say North Korea. Or. Uh, country that should not be named <laughs> but no <laughs> right. it's um to that effect um it's too many people being on the same thing um but it's, but but uh, doesn't each individual user have their own secure tunnel it's not like you know we're we're both customers of the same vpn and we we both have to share the same secure tunnel um, I have my own um, tunnel to the internet from my from my origin point. You have your own, and that that's kind of my understanding of how a VPN works. Um, yes and no. It's I can give a fairly good example. You know how um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles have uh, live in the sewers and have their own private place. <laughs> yes, and how. Um, they don't want to be found because they're ninjas. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's kind of the same effect. You're trying to get too many people onto the same thing. You're trying and to don't, get, You're getting so many people into the same same t- series of sewers, and to the same series of sewers, mm-hmm. and then, um, um. It's bound to corrupt because people are people and people can people be. People are going to try to break into the sewers and. People try to break into the sewers and also. Hack, hack up the manhole covers. Also, yes, hack up the manhole covers or even um, from having like a master's in cybersecurity. It's, um, you always have to watch out for the human factor. You oh, always yeah. have <laughs> to. Because that's um, always your weakest element in any security system. In any security system, the human factor is the biggest part. And so if one person decides to click an email that um, takes you to an unwanted site, then that um, VPN becomes more vulnerable. <laughs> Or but then at that point, don't you don't you just break your connection to the VPN and then reestablish it, and all the encryption keys are regenerated? Or is that not how a VPN works? Um, no, like once that once that connection has started, basically for that person, the VPN is useless, and it's hard to um, know if. It can be used again to that um, to that extent anymore. It's uh, when I was taking classes to learn about VPNs, they took me through a like 
25 point bullet list on how to um, get to the main screen <laughs> mm-hmm. to make sure that my uh, make sure that my stuff is secure and I um, have a feeling that NordVPN doesn't do that for everyone. <laughs> I'm sure that they um, say, here you go, here's the VPN, it runs smoothly, ta-da, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure. And, and are, we, are we just picking specifically on NordVPN here, or do we think other VPN providers have the same issue? I think that other VPNs would have the same issue, but not to the extent of Nord, because they're uh, marking them, themselves toward the masses. Mm-hmm. It's not meant to be sold like that. It's meant to have maybe 30,000 people at most and um, known to uh, um, known to know what they're doing um, <laughs> when they're in the system. But that's just that's just my lovely opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No. Um what else? Um, last week, we oh, a couple weeks ago, we had talked about um, an event called the Autism Hero Walk. Um, I went um, over there, and to my surprise, I actually um, got relatives to come. I, yay, uh, yay, <clears throat> and actually. It kind of surprised me because, like, a lot of my relatives, like, immediate or otherwise, don't tend to um, go to, like, to go events with me. Like, um, like the IT and the D show or, no, not the IT and the D show, just, like, the IT and the D or the podcaster meetups or anything like that. And it's, like, um, just a little bit humbling to have them... Uh, be there so yeah um so um they um but uh but it was a good it was a good walk and you guys raised a lot of money raised a lot of good money um i forget how much money they raised they raised um a lot mm-hmm. i want to say um no i um I will research it and make sure that I have the right numbers. But they, um, but to the, suffice it to say, it was it was a very good it was a very good turnout and a very good result. They expected um, six thousand people to be there, and seventy five hundred came. Oh, that is good. Yes, <laughs> that is good. That is really good. And um, one of the things that they do that's unlike other walks is they bring in vendors who uh, support people with disabilities and may have disabilities themselves. So it's good. It's less of a walk and more of um, a networking event to a level. Mm -hmm. Um, With a lot of walking. With a five-mile walk, yes. They would – one of the things I very much liked was that – they had um, quote unquote heroes. They had um, Wonder Woman and other people dress up in costume. I um, because I b- 
because everyone was wearing green, I decided to just don my Luigi costume and <laughs> see how many people would be like, where's Mario? But <laughs> <laughs> now, the, the most important question about all the people at the Hero Walk, were, were, were all of them wearing capes? Was anybody wearing capes? Yes and no. Um, some people were, but there was an actual booth that made capes. Ah, so the old old saying stay, holds true that not all heroes wear capes. But yeah. if you need one, you can buy one. Yes, you can buy one, but not like from Edna Mode, I was right? Say in the words of Edna Mode, <laughs> no capes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm sorry, I beat you to the punch. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was waiting for, for somebody to drop that. <laughs> Thank you, Randy. Ah, <laughs> but uh, so, it's, uh, no, I really much like that. Um, very much surprised they didn't. Uh, I'm surprised that they didn't market that. That they, uh, I'm surprised that they didn't. Um, market their own vendors uh-huh. it was more of uh it was more or less a leap of faith than anything else and very pleasantly but surprised but it seems like a leap of faith that paid off so yeah, yeah. i would have wanted to see spyro the dragon though but <laughs> well you know you still got to download the update to get the other two games so yeah yeah so, no, um, so Phil, um, speaking of games, um, have you heard of any, um, like good retro games or any announcements or anything? Uh, you know, no. there was something, I think we talked about it early in the week and now I don't remember what it was. Oh. Um, I do have another update. Um, there, um, SNK is making a new game called SNK Heroines, where they're putting all their, um, all like their main characters as female if they were male. So they announced a couple days ago, um, um, the female version of Terry Bogart. <laughs> From King of Fighters, I what? Um, it's um, Terry with an I, and I. I would think that his new last name is something else, but I don't expressly want to say that here. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it has um, it has Terry, of course, mm-hmm. um, punching like the regular male Terry and. Uh, with pom poms, it's this game sounds is kind insane. of insane. It sounds insane. <laughs> As we all know, I like insane sometimes. Yeah. It, this um, game is meant to be more of a um, joke game. Like, sounds like a meme generator, really. Is it, what it is. It sounds like a meme generator. Yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, but. My question is, if they're putting in heroines, um, they're changing the gender, what are they going to 
um, gender change Waluigi. <laughs> or Waluigi gender is change. its own gender, I think. Waluigi is its own gender. <laughs> uh, uh, but the purple would work much better with them as a female, wouldn't it? I I think I think either gender can wear I think any gender out there can wear purple. <laughs> yeah. I mean I think uh I might be um <laughs> I might be making this a meme. I don't know if I am or not or <laughs> I think we just did. I think he <laughs> But the thing about memes is you can't set out to create them. They just happen. They just happen. Yeah. But yeah, it'd be nice to see a female Waluigi, not a female Luigi, though. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Um, do we um, have anything else, Phil? Um, well, the the hot rumor in, in reboot news is Alf might be coming back. Alf might be coming back. Um, why would that be a good thing? I mean, I liked it as a kid, but why would that be a good thing? <laughs> because you liked it as a kid, and it strokes your nostalgia gene. So, I hope it's a dark reboot, and they like actually show him devouring cats. Ooh, that <laughs> would be dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd like because you know any reboots these days have to be dark and gritty. So, yes, they. He needs to go into um, downtown Detroit, right, Randy? <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll find out that. And we'll find out that Alf was actually the one who blew up planet Melmac and he came to Earth to do the same thing. <laughs> I am surprised you remembered that because I did Oh, I was, a, I was a big fan of Alf back in the day. <laughs> my, my wife gets frustrated with me sometimes for all the shows I didn't watch in the 80s. I watched the ever-living crap out of Alf. <laughs> Oh, I just remember him briefly that uh, he starts eating cats. Mm-hmm. But that, that was part of his shtick, although um, the original series never really showed that. He never really showed that. It, I mean, it was a plot point on a handful of episodes, but <laughs> it was it really wasn't a point of major focus. Probably because he didn't want to scare the kids. He be a catastrophe, right? A cat <laughs> catastrophe, that's right. <laughs> Thank you, Randy. <laughs> Thanks, Waluigi. Yeah. It's kind of like a good segue. <laughs> but oh, um, they're rebooting <laughs> everything. They, Although they did boot out Roseanne Arnold or um, Roseanne Barber, but but uh, the rest of her, the rest of her family's coming back. Yes. Um, what's the name of the show it's, now? I think it's, it's going to be the Connors, and I'm I'm curious how they're going to explain her absence, or, um, or if this is going to be just set in a parallel universe where it's going to be set in a parallel universe with um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> or <laughs> is this all? Or is this all going to be a dream of John Goodman? It. <laughs> I'm just saying to you now, it's going to feature um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and they'll be like, I'll be back. (laughs) 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 I just wears lipstick and makeup to look, make him look like Roseanne Arnold. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
Oh, that, that should no. That should actually be a um, an SNL sketch. <laughs> Have the entire cast from I'll bet um, you Pete Davidson's already writing it. Ah, <laughs> uh, that would be kind of amazing too. But um, what else? Um, yeah, <laughs> the Connors. <laughs> I couldn't care less about them though to be honest um as you might have guessed roseanne was one of those shows i never really watched so it's tough for me to have an opinion um or an emotional stake so i've watched i've watched a season and i like it some it's not um it's not my cup of tea Mm -hmm. (laughs) in that sense um but i know people who would absolutely love it like um like my dad would like it. My, um, among other relatives that um, my other relatives would like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, not my stick though. No. Um, um, but yeah. Um, so, do we have anything else, Phil? I don't really have anything else. Um, do we want to do want to call that a wrap? Um, let me see. Yeah, that's that's fine. Um, um, do we want to make a uh, Earthbound reference as our outro? Um, that'll be all you because I have maybe played Earthbound for a grand total of ten minutes. Uh, a <laughs> grand total of ten minutes. I need to. Buy you an SNES classic, I think. <laughs> well, I I did get it as a prize from Club Nintendo um, for my for Wii U uh, one of the probably a couple couple of years ago, and still haven't really had a chance to get to it. Nice, um, but I will say this: get into the first couple hours and really. Um, it's one of my favorite games. It's kind of the um, gaming with it as an experience mm-hmm. more than anything else. Um, I'm watching this um, YouTuber named who calls himself Chugga Conroy. Who um, he's doing a second uh, a repeat playthrough like right now up on YouTube where he's just finding out like. Um, new things about the game that mm. even though he's played it um 15 times in his lifetime he's, and he's still, still finding find, new things oh that's cool yeah like items that have a one in 75 or one in 128 chance of coming up from certain enemies and stuff and cool among other things and text but yeah um so we'll um we'll end with an earthbound reference. All right. Okay. So Phil, where can we find you? Uh maybe trying to finally play Earthbound for another uh ten minutes. Ah, another ten minutes. Uh-huh. Another ten minutes. I think it's I think that's an achievable goal. I'm going to get a uh spiral amiibo so i can play all three games and we can both be found at um 
RD Nerdfighters. Yes, RD R- Nerdfighters on Twitter. And I could be found at eInformed, informed with an A. So, as always, DFTBA and Fuzzy Pickles. <laughs> Fuzzy Pickles. <laughs> <laughs>